He's going to go. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. School's out. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches. Foot in. Touchdown. This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it. Now has a blocker. Runs out toward the right side. Tries to dive for the pylon. This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone. Touchdown. This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to. You are listening to. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Crackman. Three weeks remaining in the regular season to determine who will represent the Mountain and West divisions in the 2018 Mountain West Football Championship game December 1st on ESPN. Fresno State still leading the West Division with a perfect 5-0 conference record, with San Diego State a game back at 4-1. As for the Mountain Division, it's a two-team race between unbeaten Utah State at 5-0 and Boise State at 4-1. Three critical games on the schedule over the next three weeks will determine the race in both divisions. This Friday night, Fresno State at Boise State, November 17th, a de facto West Division title game with San Diego State at Fresno State. And then November 24th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, Utah State at Boise State in what could potentially decide the Mountain Division. But it all starts this Friday night, Fresno State at Boise State on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. As for the national rankings, the committee holding steady with Fresno State at number 23 in the Week 11 college football playoff rankings. In the Associated Press poll, the media having a bit more sense, putting Utah State at number 14 and ranking Fresno State 16th. This is the first time since 2011 that the Mountain West has had two teams ranked in the top 16 of the AP. Over in the coaches' poll, Utah State at 16, Fresno State at 17, San Diego State and Boise State receiving votes in both the AP and coaches' polls. Those four programs also bowl eligible, but they can be joined by a fifth in the Mountain West this week. Nevada at 5-4, and four, the Wolfpack will be bowl eligible for the first time since 2015 with a home win over Colorado State on Saturday. And then Hawaii has a bye this week, but will get another crack at it November 17th at home against UNLV. Coming up on this week's show, an in-depth conversation with Wyoming head coach Craig Bull about the Cowboys' back-to-back wins, the newfound commitment to the run game, and life in beautiful Laramie, Wyoming. But up first, we recap all the Week 10 action. It's the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this. A shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. 
You want more? More action? More fun? More madness? We got you! The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships return to Las Vegas March 10th through the 16th. Want more hoops? How about 20 games in just seven days? For tickets, go to your team's athletic ticket office or visit the nw.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Get more. Be there. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 10 around the Mountain West, Fresno State 8-1 and and the 23rd ranked team in the country in the CFP rankings. And it's in no small part because of a plus 14 turnover margin, best in the Mountain West. The pass deflected and intercepted. Jaron Bryant has his first of the year. Down the left sideline, breaks a tackle, 20, 15, 10, and horse collared out of bounds at the five-yard line. Jaron Bryant picked off four balls a year ago. He'd been close three times tonight. The fourth time's the charm. Paul Leffler on 940 ESPN Bulldogs, a 48-3 win at UNLV. Jordan Love and Utah State wasting no time jumping on top at Hawaii. Gerald Green directly to the right of Love. Two receivers to the far, one to the near. Straight drop back. Love waits, throws the side. It's up for Tarver. It's caught. Is he in? Yes. Touchdown, Utah State. Quavian Tarver, his sixth touchdown catch of the season. Scott Gerard on 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City. Darwin Thompson and Gerald Bright combined to rush for 262 yards and six touchdowns as Utah State cruises 56-17. Make it back-to-back wins now for Wyoming after they beat San Jose State 24-9 in Laramie. Another big day for the leading rusher in the Mountain West, Nico Evans. The shotgun chambers turns, gets to Nico. He's in the open. Here goes Nico. He's to the 20, the 10. He's in. Touchdown, Cowboys. Dave Walsh with the call from Learfield Evans, the first back in the conference to go over 1,000 yards for the season. Boise State up five at home against BYU in the closing seconds. Goal line stand time. Wilson in the shotgun. Hadley with him. In motion is Colley. He'll go back to the left side. Wilson gets the snap in the pocket, being chased. Wilson trying to get forward. He's going to be tackled, and Boise State is going to hold on and win 21-16. Bob Beeler with the call from Learfield. 21-16, Boise State is 7-2. And finally from Week 10, Jawan Washington returns and rushes for a pair of touchdowns in San Diego State's 31-23 road win at New Mexico. Wyoming head coach Craig Bold joins us next after these words from your local station. This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The Wyoming Cowboys on a roll. They've won back-to-back games now at Colorado State and then this past Saturday at home against San Jose State. Wyoming now 4-6 and six with a bye week before the final push toward bowl eligibility. Joining us right now in his fifth season as the head coach at Wyoming, it's Craig Bull. Coach, welcome back to the show. How are you? 
Well, really good. Always great to be on, Nate. Coach, you guys are hot. Two straight wins. It looks like you have a real shot at getting to a bowl game. What's been different these last couple weeks? Well, we started to see a, a difference in our football team against Utah State, and they've got an excellent club, but we were playing much more competitive. Uh, during that game, we uh, we inserted, uh, you know, Sean as our quarterback, and we feel like Sean Chambers has got some really good ability. He didn't play the whole game. Uh, defensively, we started to play like I thought we would play at the beginning of the year. Um, and then the next week, you know, we had a big win against Colorado State and then continuing that momentum uh, against San Jose. It was interesting with San Jose. Each coach that I talked to in, the, in our conference, all my colleagues, all said that San Jose was really much better than their record indicated, and, and we would agree with that. I thought it was a really good performance by our football team. Uh, we are going to take advantage of this bye week and get ourselves ready for Air Force and get healed up a little bit. The move at quarterback to Sean Chambers, you talked about it. He's such a dual threat. He's rushed for 100 yards or more in each of the last three games. What does his athleticism do to impact the game plan and the play calling? Well, anytime you have a quarterback that's got great mobility and can run the football, you know, that's a hat that typically you don't account for is on defense. And, you know, there had been times that we had run Josh Allen uh, somewhat sparingly, but Josh was pretty effective. Now, Sean's a, you know, really effective runner. Um, he does have a very capable arm. We have been running him a little bit more than what we normally would. But you know what? We feel like we got to get to 1-0. and Whatever we got to do to get to 1-0, and if that means – running our quarterback and hopefully getting 100 yards, that will, that's what we're going to do. How is Chambers handling the responsibilities of being the starting quarterback now as a true freshman since the switch a few weeks ago? Well, his value systems uh, are really good. He's a really solid individual. He's very competitive. He's uh, well-liked by his teammates. He's got a quiet confidence. Not only quiet, but you know, he, he's somewhat of a verbal guy, and guys enjoy following him. Uh, a lot of the players on our football team have always appreciated him, and what was interesting, you know, he was our scout team quarterback for the majority of the year, and so many of our defensive players uh, have come off the bench and are enthusiastic about uh, Sean's uh, being our starting quarterback. He's handled it well. Uh, you know, the Colorado State game for us, you know, that's a big uh, ball game, the border war. Man, that stage was not too big for him last week. He played well. It was in inclement position, uh, conditions. I was a little bit concerned about the weather with him being from Fresno, but he handled it well. And uh, so we're excited about Sean's future. And with Sean in there, the run game has really taken off this season, but it's been that way all year. Nico Evans, last year he's your third down pack. Now he's top five in the nation in rushing. Ran for 187 yards in that win over San Jose State. He's gone over 100 yards in five out of the six conference games you guys have played. What was your expectation for Evans coming into this season, and how's he done this? Well, I started seeing a transformation with uh, Nico last winter, and our strength coaches had come to me and said he's making significant gains in the weight room as far as his lower body explosion, and that translated into his speed. He's improved his vision. He's, uh, he's found a couple creases in there. He's got uh, breakaway speed, and that became apparent uh, when we were playing Boise, the first play of the second half. I think he, he broke into the secondary, and no one from Boise could catch him, and so that was an indication not only what a stop watch would say he's got excellent speed he has big playability and each one of these games he's made a big big run uh, it's been really encouraging because you know Nico is probably a counterculture back from what you would see
see now backs, if they're not getting the ball enough or they're not starting, they transfer. And Nico was a reserve back for us. He was always a, you know, a loyal player, and now he's emerged on his senior year and having a great year. Yeah, I like the way you put that. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. You've given up an average of fewer than 20 points per game over the last five games. You held Utah State to a season-low 24 points three weeks ago. It was dominance against Colorado State and San Jose State. What has stood out to you about your defense's performance these last several weeks? Well, as each week's gone along, I think we've gotten off the field uh, better. <clears throat> I think you know, during the course of last week, I don't know, we had like five three-and-outs in the first half. And that's really had an impact on our guys with the, the play counts and you know our number of repetitions that we, we have played. And certainly the fact of being able to stay on the field has lightened the load a little bit and allowed us to be a more explosive defense. Uh, I think we're playing and we're tackling at a high level right now. What we're not doing, uh, we probably need to do a better job of getting takeaways. That was a you know real trademark for our defense last year. Uh, but they're playing with a great deal of confidence. Uh, they know a lot of these guys are seniors like Andrew Wingard. You know, their clock is uh, running out here at the University of Wyoming, and they want to make every play count. Yeah, and Andrew Wingard is about to become the all-time leading tackler in Mountain West history. He played his high school football at Ralston Valley in Arvada, Colorado. How did Wingard come to play at Wyoming rather than staying in state with multiple FBS programs here in Colorado? How do they miss on a player like that? Well, it's interesting. You know, I had the pleasure to coach his father when I was a young coach at the University of Nebraska, and so there was a family connection there. Andrew came up uh, during our summer camp. He was an undersized guy. He was a running back. He did have a really good speed and really didn't play much in the secondary in high school. He was an offensive player, but we flipped him over. You know, everybody looks at recruiting a little bit different for us. The state of Colorado has been a primary recruiting area for us. You know, I don't know, we've got countless number of starters on our football team that are from the state of Colorado. And so Andrew is one of those guys. He, I, I do know he was not recruited by any of the uh, FBS schools in the state of Colorado. That was their choice, and that's our game. Absolutely. How has Wingard grown as a player and as a, as a young man in the time that you've coached him there in Laramie? Well, physically, he's he's grown. He's put on some lean muscle mass, and you know he's played at a high level. He plays uh, the game with a with a hard edge. He's an excellent tackler. Uh, he's a very confident player, and he plays with great enthusiasm. And so each year, he's really uh, owned his work. He's gotten better. He's an instinctive player, and he's been a joy to coach. Much more coming up with Wyoming head coach Craig Bull, including the Josh Allen effect. And why the Bulls love Laramie. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU Rams. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. You want more? More action? More fun? More madness? We got you! The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships return to Las Vegas, March 10th through the 16th. Want more hoops? How about 20 games in just seven days? For tickets, go to your team's athletic ticket office or visit the nw.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Get more. Be there. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. 
sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with Wyoming head coach Craig Bull as the Cowboys have put together back-to-back wins, including a 24-9 home win over San Jose State heading into the bye week. What did Josh Allen's time and Laramie mean to your program? Well, I think Josh injected a, a level of confidence that Wyoming could do special things, and and that was contagious. You know, for for us to probably be a you know a couple years ahead of the schedule on what I thought we would be when we first got when I first got became our head coach, Josh accelerated that growth. He had a win factor that is difficult to describe, and he was the same guy that would put on a ball cap Saturday morning, hop out of his tr- pickup truck, and say, "Hey, coach, you're ready to play." and and really embraced and enjoyed playing the game. I think he put Cowboy football on the national map. I know the amount of media exposure last year we got, it translated into $167 million worth if we had gone on the open market to buy that for the school. And so uh, Josh was a pleasure to coach. Uh, I know you, you can't go into a high school program right now. They all know about Josh Allen. They connect Cowboy football with him. When you're out on the recruiting trail, how much do you remind kids Josh Allen, Leighton Vander Esch, Rashad Penny, these guys all played in the Mountain West, all lightly recruited, and now they're all first-round NFL draft picks. Well, we, you know, we we always talk about uh, you know our degrees that we get here, but a lot of young men, most of them, want to have an opportunity to play in the NFL. And uh, the truth is, is we had just as many first-round picks as what the Big Ten did, and we had a, a, the first pick in the second round. So, if you talk to any general manager of the National Football League, they recognize the talent that comes out of this conference. Uh, they recognize the level of coaching and how these players develop. They also recognize many of them haven't been heavily recruited but they've turned into stars and so for the young man that says well if I want to have an opportunity to play in the NFL I can do that in the Mountain West and all of our coaches in the conference done a great job promoting that coach for you your path Lincoln Nebraska Fargo North Dakota Laramie Wyoming what do you have against warm weather You know what? Uh, they're all three great spots. This has been an excellent spot for my wife and I. Uh, we've always embraced the West and, and loved Wyoming. Uh, you know what? Our time here has been uh, really enjoyable. The only problem is I had a horse for a while and it bucked me off, so I sold him. 
That was a classic Laramie football game last Saturday. It was cold. It was windy. You had snow coming in and out. How much do you guys and in, in your team, how much do you relish the opportunity to play in those kinds of conditions? Well, we certainly embrace that. And that many times is, you know, the, the trump card that we choose to play. And a lot of teams will wonder why in the world you're going out and practicing. We practice in a snowstorm earlier in the week on Tuesday. And, you know, some people are saying, why are you doing that? And I was a, I was a young coach when Woody Hayes was around. And Woody Hayes said, if you're going to play in the North Atlantic, you got to train in the North Atlantic. And so we feel like that has been a big, big edge for us. And we'll continue to utilize, you know, our weather and take advantage of it. For folks around the Mountain West and around the country who perhaps have never been, what's special about Laramie, Wyoming? Well, we choose to call it Laradise. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a real special uh, community. You know, it's a, it's a college town of about 30,000 people. But what's interesting about our school is that we're the only four-year school in the state. So the community we have, Wyoming is geographically is the eighth largest state in the, in the country. But there's not a lot of people. And so everybody's really connected. Um, Laramie's a fun place. And on game day, it's really special. By week before Air Force now, what are the keys to succeeding in Air Force week? Well, Air Force, you know, I've called through tons of tape on all three phases of the game on offense and defense in the kicking game. And, you know, they're very athletic. Uh, Their schemes pose problems uh, for people. Uh, Their defense is a very aggressive, uh, stunting defense offensively. The schemes that they run are also challenging, and they've been solid in the kicking game. To get acclimated to those schemes is a challenge. You want to make sure your players are positioned right so they can play fast and not be confused. Coach, last thing what has stood out to you about the Mountain West Conference here in 2018 well, every year is a new year, and the, the teams that you, you really don't know at the beginning of the year how they're, how they're going to be and how good they're going to be, there's always some surprises, and, and some team emerged just kind of like we, we did a couple years ago. And so you've seen some teams really uh, – I just think it's great coaching and it's great competition each Saturday. Craig Bull, head coach at Wyoming. The Cowboys have back-to-back wins in their pocket, a bye week, and then the push towards bowl eligibility, starting with a home date against Air Force on November 17th. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on the recent success. Best of luck the rest of the way. You bet. Bye now, Nate. We'll preview all the Week 11 matchups next after these words from your local station. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Your Week 11 schedule kicks off Friday night in what will be the biggest game of the season so far in impacting the race to the 2018 Mountain West Football Championship game Saturday, December 1st on ESPN. Fresno State ranked at number 23 in the latest college football playoff rankings and sitting at number 16 in the AP poll will take their West Division leading 5-0 record in conference on the road to face Boise State on the blue turf at 8-15 Mountain. That's 7-15 Pacific time on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app in a rematch of last year's conference championship game. 
Bulldogs with the second best scoring defense in the country, allowing a mere 12.3 points per game. Boise State averaging 38 points a game offensively at Albertson Stadium this season. Broncos quarterback Brett Rippon 36 yards shy of setting the Mountain West career passing record. This is a huge test for Fresno State. The program has not won in Boise since 1984. Perfect start to the college football weekend with a pair of heavyweights on ESPN2 Friday night. Four games Saturday starting at 1.30 Mountain Time. We get it going with a Mountain Division clash. New Mexico at Air Force on CBS Sports Network. The Falcons featuring the top rushing offense in the conference. Lobos hoping to snap a four-game losing streak. Then it's San Jose State visiting 14th-ranked Utah State, streaming on Facebook Live, kicking off at 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 o'clock Pacific time. Aggies quarterback Jordan Love in conference play, 12 touchdowns to just one interception, making his case for Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. And Utah State 5-0 to lead the Mountain Division. 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain, Colorado State visiting Nevada as both the Rams and Wolfpack coming off a bye. Nevada at 5-4, and four, a win would make them the fifth team to gain bowl eligibility in the Mountain West. You can watch that game on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. And then also at 7.30 Pacific time, a West Division showdown with UNLV at San Diego State. A must win for the Aztecs to keep pace with Fresno State in the West. San Diego State ranks fourth nationally in rush defense, limiting opponents to just 83 yards per game. As for UNLV, head coach Tony Sanchez says it's possible that quarterback Armani Rogers can return and play some in this game. He's been out since September 22nd. The plan is still to start Max Gillum. Both Hawaii and Wyoming are idle this week. And that will do it for the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And, of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Kreckman. Enjoy week 11 of the college football season. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.